Hi, welcome to The Project of You, a podcast where a normal everyday person, me, and a psychotherapist and a behavioral expert, me, have conversations <laughs> about life, healing, trauma, and relationships. Great. So, as usual, you will find this podcast very helpful. We know that we receive your messages, so thank you for sending us your feedback, but please understand this is just a resource for you to use to give you a bit more knowledge for a proper counseling session or proper diagnosis please reach out either to us in my website www.projectofyou.com.au or your own um, mental health professionals or counselor amazing so we have a request today okay now yes. if you'd like us to cover a topic message us on instagram at the project of you and this one is from misty and hmm. she wants to know how she can get better at intuition ah, very love good. that love yeah it. yes yeah that's great so let's start with what it is how do you define intuition hmm okay in simple words Intuition is the gut feeling. We yeah. know it as gut feeling. And a lot of people don't know that in, in science, your stomach is actually often refers to as your second brain. I've heard this. Yeah. Yes. There are over 100 million neurons in your intestine. Wow. That's why you feel, you know, when you're wow. feeling in love, you feel the butterfly in your stomach. In your stomach. When you are so scared, many things anxious, anxious, dread. It's in the stomach, everything's wow. happening. So you feel it there. It's amazing. Yeah. So just like your brain, your stomach actually processes information and shares that with the rest of your body in the form of emotions or feelings. Yeah. What are feelings? Feelings are the chemicals yeah. that they come after either thoughts you had or yeah. or a behavior something you that you've had. seen. Yes. Yeah, they are like a messengers basically. Now, in a healthy body, those chemicals they don't appear just out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, true. Something has to be Happen. happening yeah. that you're feeling that way. They are a direct result of the data and information that your body collects. Wow, so they're actually quite accurate. They're not. It's quite accurate. Yeah. Yes. So yes. okay, I want two brains. Oh, <laughs> how, yes. How do I get more in tune with my gut feeling? Because I don't think I'm alone when I say that I am in my head a mm. lot, probably too much. Mm -hmm. How do I get out of my head and check in with my gut? Because me and millions of people every single day, we find out that someone we trusted, our partner, our best friend, our family member, they were cheating or lying or mm. stealing. And for some reason, we had absolutely no idea. We trusted them mm. and we didn't have that gut feeling mm -hmm. that could have warned us that we shouldn't. Okay, let me correct you here first. It's not that you didn't have the intuition or you didn't feel it in your guts. All of that happened. Yeah. You just decided at that time to just ignore it okay push it to the side well how do i tune in okay yeah so you need to tune in with your i often tell my clients it's because you just live in your head yeah you're not connected with your body with the rest of your with body the rest of your body <laughs> yeah. so yeah. let's do a little practice here yeah which i'm gonna get you to learn how your body okay feels okay because not your head your body all right okay so think about something that you 
don't you 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 love very much but i want to i want you to say the opposite like i know you love dogs yeah i do love okay? dogs yeah so i want you to say i hate dogs i hate dogs <laughs> i, I hate can't dogs. say that <laughs> say it i hate dogs mhm i hate dogs yeah. i hate them i think they're gross i don't think they're cool so and cute i hate dogs i hate dogs okay i hate rip dogs it. rip it i hate dogs i hate dogs hmm. I hate dogs. I hate dogs. I hate dogs. Okay. Now, let's check in with your body. Where do you feel? Where do you feel the that f- after you said I hate dogs and you know it's not true, where did you feel it? <laughs> okay. A couple places. Okay. I could feel it in my throat. Mm-hmm. My chest. Yeah. Feels tight. Yeah. My stomach, I guess a little bit. Okay. Feels interesting. Uneasy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you were saying something that is not true. Yeah. But your body actually reacted to it, isn't it? Yeah. That's weird. Now say, I love dogs. I love dogs. Okay. <laughs> I love dogs. Yes. I okay. love dogs. I love dogs. I love dogs. I love dogs. Okay. Where did you feel that? Well, look, is there any tuning with your body? Where do you feel that? Like love. In my chest feels less tight. My f- like my face feel like my head I guess feels light. Mm-hmm. My shoulders feel lighter. Yeah, it's like a full body experience. Wonderful. Did you see what happened? Yeah. So your body. So many areas. Yes. I didn't. I've never thought about how many areas yes. the feelings are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you can actually now getting in tune with those part of your body yeah okay so think back to time where you did meet someone and even though they were nice and friendly and maybe everyone else liked them there was something about them that you just didn't trust okay yeah i can think of yeah a time like that yeah where in your body did you experience that feeling was it in your stomach in your chest, mm. the back of your neck, you know, some, some yeah. people say the, the hair in the back of my neck yeah. is raised. Was it in your hands? Yeah. Like For me, it was, was getting yeah, like, like wobbly. T- tingly. For me, I think it was in my chest, like a tingle, like a tightness, similar to the I hate dogs thing. Mm-hmm. Like chest and stomach, like I guess torso. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, and, and very much accurately because our um, nervous system you know the longest nerve in our body which is connecting yeah our torso to, to brain and the rest of our body mm. our nervous system is called vagus nerves yeah and it goes from stomach to the brain and yeah. it's the longest I think it's about like 50 centimeters is the length of this this vagus wow. nerve that's, that's long why, that's long yeah. that's why you can feel it in your chest it goes all you the way feel up it in yeah. your throat yeah. You can feel it on your shoulder. And the back of your head. That's And the so back crazy. of your head. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. So, all right. I want to get better okay. at this. Okay. So what are some ways that I can do that? Like, if it's really obvious, okay. I can feel it. If it's okay. a really obvious lie or if good, it's really good, just... Good. But what about... 
when it's not obvious. What about like the people in our life mm -hmm. that we trust? And this happens every day. You would see this in your clients yeah. every day. Yeah. People go, oh, we were married for 20 years. They were having an affair for 15 years. How did I not know? Mm -hmm. What's the solution mm -hmm. for that? Okay. Good. I'm glad that you asked yeah. that question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this practice is about getting out of your head and keep putting the two and two together. Yeah. Okay. It's, you need to ask yourself these questions and keep asking. You know, the, the asking question is the strongest tool I can recommend to you. Okay. 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 And I often tell my, my clients that especially, especially if you know you're in a vulnerable stage, this is where you need to arm yourself with... Yeah. The power of question because you can't because when you're vulnerable your brain like your thoughts your head is compromised yes yes so you need to now depend on every other part of you because you've like i didn't realize this there's so many warning systems yes in my body it's like i'm like a walking lie detector <laughs> you are but i just didn't i haven't been utilizing that yeah. as a tool yeah so that's why for example, one of the tools I, I get people to use, it's, and you not, you shouldn't be waiting until you're vulnerable to do it. No. It's meditation, you know, the body scan. Mm. When you're getting in touch with your body, you know, when you do the full body scan what's meditation. The, what's the meditation body scan? So you start from thinking of your head, how your head feels. And you start taking deep breath in. Oh. And then your forehead, you make your forehead relax. If it's tense, you relax your forehead. Then so you, you start at around, the top of you your body? You start from the top of your body, but you start sensing the like awareness. Yeah. In your shoulder. Now, if your shoulders is tense and you're holding it up, relax it. Oh, I, just, I just did that right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you're feeling um, heavy on your chest, yeah. just sink into your chair a bit more and relax the chest if your stomach make your stomach softer and mm. get relaxed so you get to know your body if it's tense mm. and what's the difference between being tense and being relaxed that's very interesting you know, your, your um your legs your knee it, it's amazing how sometimes we hold the stress and tightness in our knee just practice now just relax your knee even further if they are relaxed wow you feel yeah. them yeah you feel your um your toes your feet on the ground feel the all the body parts that are connected to the chair this is so fascinating because i do this just in my head like i'm so localized mm -hmm. entirely in my head oh, we'll get in out my of skull. Head. <laughs> and and sometimes that's fine but mm. like you said the times where i've been vulnerable yeah the times where where my my head is not the most trustworthy and that's exactly place, where you trust it that's when that's when you're so open to the worst kind mm. of people mm. coming into your life and i love what you said about asking questions because that's really such a great way of, you said this to me once, you said, I always know to be wary of someone in your life when you tell me with absolute certainty 
they're perfect. They're amazing. There's nothing wrong with them. Everything is great. They're, they're just wonderful. Yes. I go, oh my God. And you go, oh my God, because you realize I'm not asking questions. Yes. I'm just, just approval, acceptance, because... And do you know why? Why? So they can also accept you. Yeah. You are feeling vulnerable. You're already feeling rejected, perhaps mm. with... Feeling abandoned. People, feeling yeah. abandoned. You know, you know what? I don't want to know anything about you as long as you don't want to know anything about me. So that you don't reject me. So you don't you find reject out. me. And I won't reject you about, so we just won't yeah, ask. Because I'm a nice person. Yeah. That's very interesting. There have been a lot of people in my life that I shouldn't have trusted. Mm. And they were, they were just there during mm. a very vulnerable moment for me. And it's almost mm. like we trauma bonded in that, in that moment. And like, they've done so many things that my gut and my body should have picked up on and been like, hang the on a first second. alarm, the first alarm, when you meet someone at the start of your relationship, if they open up with all their oh, trauma, dumping. trauma dumping, that's what it's called. Yeah. They are taking advantage of you. I've, I agree. I feel uncomfortable when people do that. And I've never understood yes. why. And then you feel like obligated to. Yeah. Also I have, have to help I have them. To sh- no, and I have to share something with them. So make them feel yeah. good. I've always felt uncomfortable when people do that. And I feel guilty. Because I'm like, oh, I feel bad. This person's And you should. Up. Because people that do that, they have no boundaries mm, for themselves. So that's an alarm. That's an alarm. And if they don't have boundaries for themselves, they're not going to respect your boundaries. So this is the first sign of being aware if someone that you haven't met, you haven't built that trust, yeah. just share everything with you. And what are some questions? So you said ask questions, mm. right? And let's say I don't ask it of the other person. Let's say I ask it of myself because that's mm. an easier place to start probably. Mm. What are some questions I should be asking myself about someone that you know that determines whether like they should be trustworthy or not what are some questions i could ask that would trigger those defense systems those gut feelings those intuitions what can i do what can i ask so knowledge is power yeah knowledge is your biggest ally in supporting you in yeah. your life now that you know, people are listening to this podcast and we have talked about it, me and you together, you know, you exactly know that when someone is shared too much information with you, this is the question you ask yourself, how come this person was just so comfortable mm, to share why? with me the most, it's not like because you are this amazing person, amazing yeah, person. they don't know me yet. They don't know yeah, you. Yeah, I could be awful. I could be terrible. Exactly. Yeah. So ask question. This person just shared so much with me. Why? Why? Yeah. What they want to, and this is a transaction psychologist. So it's, it's a, you know, it's a theory tra- transactional psychology that we know we're always in transaction. I give something to you and I expect something from you. Right. That's because interesting. It's a, it's a transaction. And you say, okay, what is she now expecting me to share and why? The details. Why? And why why do they that? want? Yeah. Why is that? And the most question you need to ask yourself and question your ability is when you know you're in trouble, when you know you're vulnerable, when you know that your partner just cheated on you. Yeah. And you feel very vulnerable. 
question your judgment. Yeah, this is where your support system comes in. This is because you're because you're compromised. You can't be trusted. There's yeah. times in your life where you're an unreliable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. person. You're an unreliable judge of character. You're an unreliable. It's just not good. And sometimes not everybody. It does. And sometimes you're in that state for a very long time. And if someone tells me I never experienced that, you call it, okay, this is a warning sign. Yes, yes. This is a BS. And this is a warning sign for me. Because we all are human. Yeah. We all have the same, you know, anatomy. Yeah. The same psychology. The same physiology. We respond to things. But even, it's interesting because... Now the science can show, like, you know, before people were saying, oh, women are from um, Venus, Venus, men are from Mars. Like we're so much different with each other. Now the science shows we're not even that different. Mm. They were saying, oh, women are more emotional than men. The science shows that's not true. I agree. That's absolutely not true. Just because men rebranded anger as not an emotion doesn't mean it's not an emotion. As long as I'm human and you're human, we very much yeah similar and when it comes to danger we all are evolved in the same way and we all are responding the same way and then we go fight or flight Mm. so this is a human condition that when we feel unsafe we fight we flight and freeze and Fawn. fawn yeah so now going back to your scenario okay where i'm vulnerable i meet someone i trust them I and shouldn't. then you went onto your phone which is such a thing for me yes i go into phone, phone state. That's so my for the listeners person. that don't know what's phone is phone is another way of um responding to danger when you become a people pleaser yeah it's appeasement when you yeah. become so kind and i'm a kind person so i'm not going to say anything no you are being scared. And you're triggered. You're in a triggered state. And you're state. triggered. Yeah. Because kindness has nothing to do with, I'm a very, very kind person, but I'm not just accepting any... See, you people. have amazing intuition. I have You've a great always intuition. had amazing intuition. I meet people who have had amazing intuition, and I know they do because, let's say in my situation, I had a very close friend who I trusted very much, a lot of my other friends, and including you and certain people in my life, did not like this person. Mm-hmm. They didn't trust them. They, they And they, they made it clear. They were like, you know what? I actually, I don't know. There's something about them that I don't really like. And my question is like, well, why didn't I see that? So, And, and this is such a frustrating scenario that so many people are in all the time. How come other people see it and I don't see it? Because your fight and flight was activated yeah yeah that's why you went on to that nice overly nice being overly nice Mm. with someone that's again that's a response of your smoke alarm basically yeah okay you get okay i'm just i'm nice they're nice to me this is good enough yeah because i was in such a place of desperation i guess and abandonment yes and i think a really good one as well when when you said ask questions i think a good one is why do i trust this person Hmm. and you need to have a really good answer Mm -hmm. 
Because if you don't, if you go like, I don't know, or like, well, when I was at my lowest, they were there. So what was your question? Why do I trust this person? Okay. Like, why should I trust? Okay. Why should I let them in? Now, if you are in the vulnerable person, revise your question. Okay. So why should I not trust this person? Oh, that's a good one. Exactly. Because I'm vulnerable. You know, anything can happen to me. What are the signs? Wow, that has just like blown my mind just now. Because as I was saying it, I was like, but you know what? If I'd asked myself, why do I trust this person? I probably could come come up with answers. But if I say, why why shouldn't I trust them? Those answers are much more important. Yes, absolutely. Much more important. Absolutely. This is where you become critical. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Keep going. So that was a light. yeah. That's that was a light bulb moment for me. Because exactly. I'm because I suck at. The, I thought I don't know where I got this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I. I don't know who I thought I was. I thought I'm a really good judge of character. Mm. And I've realized quite head. recently in my head, in so my head, this the, is the ego. ego. Yeah, ego. The ego's talking. In my head. Hmm. In my head, I'm an excellent judge of character. Yeah. Don't know where I got that from. Don't know what evidence <laughs> I got that information, that label I gave myself. look at the evidence, it's evidence opposite. Don't know where I got this from. This is just the thing that I've just was like, yeah, I just liked. Yeah, I'm wear, really good yeah. at reading people. And I've realized quite recently that it, that is absolutely incorrect. Mm. And I'm very bad at it. <laughs> I don't want Let me record this. I didn't, oh, don't worry. And it's, and I don't want to be bad at it anymore. Okay. So this is like, this, this, what you just said, why mm. should I not mm. trust this person? Yeah. Becoming, using critical thinking skills. Well done. Critical well thinking done. skills. <laughs> da, 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 da. Wow. Yes. Which I, I consider myself such a romantic and I and struggle. I'm asking I you struggle. to all the time wear I'm an that optimist. critical I'm an optimist. glasses. Yeah. Like I, I'm coming from a science. I study. Yeah. And one thing that we learn in university is being critical. I know. Ask questions. Well, I study too, but I study <laughs> writing and poetry. And for me, it's about like love and op- I'm such a blind optimist. Yeah. Well, I study science. Of <laughs> That's There's why. times where it's nice to be optimistic, but I, they're not mutually exclusive. You can have an, be a romantic optimist, but still have critical thinking skills. It's very important. And I'm not asking you to be critical all the time. Like yeah. if someone gives you a glass of water, ask them, what? Why, why, why they give me a glass but of water? But be critical when I'm vulnerable. When you're vulnerable. Because I'm, I'm not at my peak yes. brain capacity during yes, that time. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, be more, be more critical, more questioning when you are not on your best. Because when you're on your best, you function well. You do, you do function, you do function well. well. Yeah, you're connected. You're and in you don't tune, accept. You know, you don't accept BS. You don't yes. accept bad people. You just don't. Mm. You're like, I don't need that in my life. Mm. But when you're at your lowest, this it's is like where the trauma and, comes to yeah. play. and the cro- the trauma is thinking for you. The you know the the negativity. You are constantly on negative sentiment override. Wow, what is that? It's like you, you, your life, you like, you are negative towards everything mm. except the person that is coming to like save a knight you, in shining armor. Yeah, exactly. I guess like for me, I'm like, 
if that, like, you know, that person found me at my lowest. And there's so many people mm. that have, they can say this about their spouse. Mm. They can say this about their, you know, friend or whatever it is. And they go, I love them because they found me at my lowest. Mm. And you said this to me. I've mm. never forgotten it. You said, just because someone loves you at your lowest doesn't mean they'll love you at your highest. Exactly. Sometimes if someone loves you at your lowest, they'll keep you down there. Mm-hmm. Because that's what's familiar to them and that's, that's what they like about exactly. you. Exactly. They love to be on that dumpster. And, you know, because they, that's their life and yeah. that's the best they know, they don't want you to leave them. They don't want you to change. They don't want you to be better. Because the moment you change, you become better. You're just not going to stay there with the them. The same as them. Yeah. And you, you know, there's, wow. a, there's a gap between you start growing. So connect to your body more. Connect to your body more. Connect to all the other parts in your body that you feel emotions. Because you have more and than one. There's everywhere. more than, yeah, there's more than everywhere. one place where there's neurons. Yes. There's a lot of well, places. There's all this, all the, all the cells. Yeah. Keeping memory. Yeah. And if a cells keep a memory of pain or love, they keep it forever. Okay. So when you, you see that when you feel joy, you get tingled like all over, all over your body. Yeah. It's because every single cell of your body understand joy. Wow. Experience joy. That's beautiful. And the other way around, unfortunately. If yeah. there was a fear, trauma, if yeah. there was trauma, it, your body will yeah, feel... Yeah, you can feel fear. Your you whole body freezes. You freeze. all over your yeah, body. You know, you're yeah, sick and you're, that's, That is because your whole body is experiencing it. Wow. And do that, do that practice that we just did. Say something that you know it's not true, but say the, up, 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 say yeah, the, the opposite, opposite way. Yeah. And you see your body feel it. Even you know it's not true, your body feels it. So become more in tune with your body. And that's where the connection between the, the brain in your skull yeah. and the brain in your stomach, they can be talking with each other. Wow. Because when you say, I hate dog, what do you use? You use your brain to make my mouth talk. Yeah, yeah. For the language. Yeah. Okay. So that's the brain's talking. But then the stomachs is feeling it. Responding, yeah. Responding to it. That's why we also say, be careful of what you say. The mm. language you're using, the mm. words you're using. It's, they affect your body, your mood, your emotion, your, your feelings. Which I was said, what, what are the feelings? They are the chemical in your body. Mm. After you had a thoughts, the thoughts triggers the release the yeah. release of some hormones so you get the feeling mm. makes sense very much thank you you are very welcome wow. so that's how you can get connected with your gut feeling and oh my god yes it is exactly what like a, a powerful second. tool what a powerful tool imagine if you could like have it's that second brain that you mm. can utilize yes yes and it helps life so much yeah that's why it's also very important what you eat Mm, you do say this a lot, yeah. Yes, because yeah. what you feed your body, yeah. what you feed your brains, yeah, two of them, yeah, it's make your intuition sharper. Yeah, you know, people that eat more vegetable and fresh fruit, they are sharper than the people that sit and eat like junk food. Junk yeah, food. Yeah, I, I, I remember reading this. Your gut, mm-hmm. your intestines, your gut 
provides 95% of your serotonin. Yes. And that's how you feel like good. happy <laughs> yes. and good. That's yeah. made in your stomach. That's not mm. made in your brain. Yes. That was a huge shock to me when I yeah. found that out. Yeah, thanks to science. So yeah. we, we know a lot about our body. So our body is a vessel yeah. for you to accomplish, for you to survive. And not just when I say survive in terms of not like in thousand years to be alive. Survive as you survive the chaotic life you survive mm, you become more... a breakup or a betrayal or yes, you love and exactly yeah. and you thrive from that you yeah know, you're not just leaving of course you leave yeah. but do you leave or do you exist yeah wow that's a different thing thank you so much and thank you to misty for sending that recommendation yes, i really like that subject i love that and if you guys have any topics at all you want <laughs> us to cover send them through to us you can send it through to us on Instagram at the project of you yes. or email us hello at the project of you.com.au. Yes. Thank you for tuning Thank in. Thank you for listening. Catch you guys next time. Um, yes. We'll see you next time.